As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheila and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheila and Zach coming at you with steps and things like their wings Just on. Uh, they can be like bathing suits. What they, you know, what? <laughs> Finish it up. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take them off. What the hell? What they show is is revealing, but what they conceal is vital, right? So, <laughs> this episode is presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of the Athletic. Sign up at betmgm.com using the promo code the Athletic Pod. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Sunday evening edition of Birds with Friends, the first of playoff week here on Birds with Friends as we are beginning this podcast. The Niners-Rams game just wrapped up. It is now official. The Eagles will be the seventh seed in the NFC going to Tampa Bay next weekend. We are uh, still awaiting word on whether that will be Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Um, I guess it's Sunday, but we'll find out. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Morris. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about yesterday's game in which the Eagles rested a bunch of players against the Cowboys. And there was a bunch of super sorecasting shenanigans. We will welcome Sheila Kapadia to the show any minute as uh, he scrambles to get himself ready and prepared to be camera ready after uh, following the end of that Niners Rams game. And uh, most of all, you know, I continue to let Emily down. Uh, it's my fault that we're starting this show a few minutes late. We, I had some internet issues, and I'm also not uh, dressed up as, as nicely as I think she would want for a Sunday night. So I'm wearing just a straight athletic T-shirt. And uh, Zach, you look very spiffy. Oh, thank you. Nice of you to say. Excited for this podcast. Excited for a week of podcasting, you guys, every night. And look, it's playoff week, right? Eagles, Eagles, Bucks. Huge game. Game is juice. I imagine we'll find out during the show tonight the time of the game, the date of the game. Uh, so eager to find out that. And it'll be it'll be nice going down to Tampa Bay next weekend. And a happy daughter's birthday to you. Thank you very much. Actually, 
Um, so if I, I won't tell you the complete joke or I won't say the complete joke that I told the boat today, but, um, uh, a, a little Eagles peg here to my daughter's birthday mm. is that she was born, um, a few, well, it's her, she's three years old. So I was going to say a few years ago, she was born three years ago. <laughs> That's, I mean, that uh, is technically correct. In between the bears and the saints playoff games. And Emily was eight and a half months pregnant. Uh, I got on the, I, I didn't want to risk missing, um, the, the, the birth obviously by spending overnight in Chicago. So I of flew. Of course you're willing to miss the days after the birth as we have established. <laughs> well, yeah, the I show, was there for the actual birth. birth yeah. So I flew to Chicago in the morning, covered the game. Uh, and then it, this was pre-athletic. Double so I had a deadline. I had, I had a yeah. hard deadline, right? Like in the athletic times, mm. it's a little different. There's no post game pod. So listen, we're that... newspaper people once again, yeah. Zach, or at least yeah, once again sure. for you. So hit hit that deadline, got into an Uber, raced to O'Hare, got like it was like in Home Alone, like running through the airport, got on Chicago the last, too. yeah, yeah, got on the last flight back to Philly, land uh, that night. Home, so. So less than like 16 hours in Chicago. You settled into your seat. You sat down and then you went. And then, <laughs> and then uh, two days later, um, I was actually, I was on television when Emily's water broke and uh, uh, I can't answer my phone when I'm on TV, but I felt the buzzing in that pocket. And actually, if, if anyone remembers, it was, it was Philly sports talk. And I probably looked so uneasy on the set and Amy Fadul, who was the host then, um was like is everything okay and i'm like i just got the call i got a roll and uh and that was it and then so yeah so like a separate uh like a a separate line of communication just in case it was the call or i knew i I could feel it in my phone vibrating right um i I could feel in my pocket vibrating anyways uh this is way too much personal information but uh sloan was 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 uh was very patient to to wait in between those two playoff games now i what remind me that playoff game was it? Were the Eagles definitely going to Chicago, or, or were there other places they could have gone? And, and would you have had to make a different calculus? Well, that was when they clinched the. It was week the 17. Vikings blew it. Yeah, exactly. That, so we yeah. didn't know. Yeah, so it was all. It all kind of happened on on that okay. Sunday, um, and then the big question was. So then, did you well, go down to New Orleans? Yes. A couple yeah, of days so, later, you had it mid. Yeah. It was midweek. Okay. Yeah, so then I, I I went down to New Orleans. But if you remember, Doug Peterson walked into the press conference. I didn't That's go to right. the press conference. He That's looked right. at the seat, and he's like, what's going on here? Of course, yeah. Doug. Oh, Doug always kissed the, kissed the Zach Berman ring. <laughs> no. First um, question, he always went to you. So anyway, so you that's – had a uh, nice relationship, yeah. So that's – uh, when I not to see you. Uh, when I talk about Sloan's birthday, it has that Eagles connection, that it's it, – it, she was born in between the Bears and the Saints game. I think we could maybe uh, refashion it and call it a triple doink. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't know. Is that fair? Okay, Zach. Uh, so uh, we've got a lot to get to. Um, we can dip our toes into the uh, into the Bucks matchup, although we will have all week to dive uh, deeper into that. We can talk a little bit about what we found out yesterday. We will certainly have to discuss the Colts collapse and uh, the ramifications Absolutely. for the Eagles, and uh, not just draft pick-wise, but Carson Wentz turtling in a big spot, and uh, the other stuff that happened across the league today. But why don't we start with uh, the kind of stuff that I know that Sheila's not going to be interested in, and that is let's 
recap the game, not even recap the game, but more so recap what was important from the game yesterday, uh, last night against the Cowboys, the Eagles losing 51-26 in a game in which they rested everybody, the only starters on the entire team who played, uh, discounting the one snap that Jason Kelsey took to start the game were Quez Watkins and Jalen Rager and Devontae Smith. Um, Everybody else sat, and I thought it was the right decision, but Nick Sirianni uh, was asked about it after the game. I guess we could make this a, a Stone Cold Newsman segment. Should I send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman? No, 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 to- no. I, I like the way you're going, and okay. uh, it, it's also make sure to check out Bo's uh, day after because you addressed it in there as well. Yeah, very short shelf life on that bad boy, but uh, that's okay. Um, yeah, so, so Sirianni said that, you know, it was it was actually interesting because you know he was maintaining all week that they were still making these calls and they were still discussing everything and then Gardner Minshew came up last night and said he heard earlier in the week he got the yeah. word that he was going to start so you know he he uh, Minshew is good for just sort of telling the truth and uh, cutting in between the, the BS um, but I mean it was the right decision they had all these guys on the COVID list anyway they they literally had nothing to play for their outcome had no effect on where they were going to play next weekend. So they did the right thing. They rested all those guys. I agree. It was it was the right thing. I, I don't think momentum is that big a deal. Um, like I I get it to a certain extent if 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 you're saying play your guys, perhaps if it was a team you were you were gonna see again and there's the confidence, you know, knowing you could beat them. But overall, especially given that your starting quarterback has an ankle injury, the amount of players they had on the on the COVID list, I had no issue there. Uh, now then you can debate if if, if you're going to do that. Do you play guys for records? Do you play Jason Kelsey because of the streak? It's consistent with Nick Sirianni's personality. And I think this is like, this is the player in Nick to a certain extent is that, uh, you know, I, I heard Mike Zimmer's post-game press conference today when he was asked about a record with Justin Jefferson. And he's like, I don't care about records. The only record I care about is, is winning and losing. And Nick Sirianni took the opposite approach. Nick Sirianni was uh, because actually Devontae Smith. Yeah, I thought he went really too far with Devontae Smith. Yeah, like, like Devontae Smith like, didn't care. Game? Yeah, Devontae Smith didn't care about this rookie record. And Sirianni was like, uh, I asked Devontae. Uh, Devontae said he'll do what's best for the team. But he basically said, like, like one day he's going to care about this record. So I, I want to keep him in there. I frankly don't think the rookie receiving record is, yeah, is that I mean, big it's a like deal. A very exactly if, yeah. if, if you're gonna keep him in the game let him get a thousand yards right like uh, let him get 84 more yards in the game to try to become a thousand yard receiver but overall uh didn't really have an issue with what Sirianni did and I actually think it's going to benefit them specifically with Jalen Hurts specifically with Jalen Hurts and he talked about that he said they talked during the week about uh the fact that you know getting him back to 100 percent they're going to need to have the, their full arsenal of weapons on offense in the playoffs and that means being able to use Jalen Hurts's rushing ability and so uh giving him the week off he you know Sirianni said they they expect Hurts to be 100% whether or not that is the case we'll 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 see but but certainly it made a lot of sense as we uh welcome to the show the senior national writer himself a busy day of playoff action for Shilakapadia Shield how are you a lot going on. I feel like I I have got some text threads that are all over the place. Everything I would say is birds with friends adjacent. To, I'm getting a lot uh, of Bob Saget dead texts. I got some Bob Saget dead. I'm seeing there's some 
Uh, I believe plagiarism of Denez. I need to I need to dig into it more before making anything official on that. But um, that's something certainly to keep an eye on. We've got the Eagles going up uh, against the Bucks here. Lemur has been doing a a tease all season with all of my he does all my picks in a tease and this is the first time all year they're all alive going into sunday night football baby so like every single pick every single game i pick he does a tease so what you get six and what's the pad on that bad boy I think he's got uh, 20, 25 to win. I hope he doesn't mind. 25 to win 800 or something like that. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a big one. So there's a lot of stuff uh, coming in here. I didn't dress well for this. You know, I had a plan to get changed before the pod. Then the game goes to overtime. And I'm thinking, well, I could delay it by, you know, five, 10 minutes, go up, get changed just for this. But I didn't want it to be um what's the word you use bo you performative right so mm. I, I you know what it's you know funny what? i did the exact same thing i went up yeah. right before the pod i was like oh, i could get a nice sweater or something to put on and then you know what yeah. it's just yeah it's yeah we got three pods this week yeah. we got plenty of time for that and we got the eagles going down to tampa to take on tom brady and the buccaneers baby in the first round so we got some playoff juice coming up here i got a tv on uh, up here so if we see any um scheduling i'll keep an eye on that and let you know so what what have you guys been talking about so far zach we looks came uh okay i can't describe what is if zach looks like very intense disappointed uh, i i feel like no. you might you're probably you might be a little nervous you're probably like i gotta book this i gotta book this what am i gonna write <laughs> i got you yeah. know I, I see the wheel spinning in the zebra mind yeah. no but there's, you got a there's... nice shirt on oh thank you thank you no there's a lot going on and uh, and actually a little uh, behind the scenes from our uh, from our coverage perspective. So we do power rank. So uh, the Athletic NFL does power rankings every week, as Shio, Marissa, and Bo know. But I'm sure, and I presume our listeners know too. And a writer can a a beat writer teams up with with national reporter Lindsey Jones on this, right? And and so and you I sign she's up. She's also a senior national reporter. Senior national, the- yeah. Thank you. And, and, and you sign up, uh, you know, weeks in advance for your time. And, and I got to uh, look, I will own this one. I will wear it. Uh, when when <laughs> I signed up, I was like, there's no chance the Eagles make the playoffs. Right. Mm. You know, like this was this was weeks ago. Right. And, and okay. so uh, so I, I sign up. So in addition to our playoff coverage, I got I got that. We I, I got to take care of too. So that's what's that's the theme? Is there mind. a theme? Is there a theme for the? It's one yeah, that you were I, able to work ahead on, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of it I was. It's it's what we learned from each team. So um, this season. So Ooh, uh, that's not easy, yeah. Zipper. Oh, so <laughs> so I got to admit, I I thought it was going to be all right. I'll knock it out on 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 Sunday. Well. Went down a rabbit hole on a lot of these teams and, and had been reading. I know a lot that's of the coverage. thing you want to take it. You want to take that assignment seriously. But exactly. Yeah, you can't mail that. that. Yeah, it's yeah. going to yeah. take a long you, time. You you don't want to be that reporter who shows up to the team's training camp and is like, oh, this is the guy right here, right? Like He's you want to actually iffy on a MoMA. Yeah. He's making <laughs> yeah. plays every day at training. Yeah, camp. so you want to actually. So I, I I mean I was I was deep in a lot of these teams today. So anyways, uh, that's what did you what did you learn about these teams? Because you did the NFC, right? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm still. I'm still going through it. Okay. But have you um, done the Bucks yet? Let's start talking. Yeah, we got to talk about the Bucks. Listen, we have uh, what at least three shows this week, so we don't. We don't need to go deep into everything. But I feel like this show is a good time. Let's introduce people 
to this matchup, initial thoughts on facing the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, well, we haven't had any conversation about what the show's going to be about, but that, uh, in my mind, was what was what we should do here. I think well, we, we, I, we will get there. I think we, we when you came on, we were there. talking about, we were just wrapping up last night, the things that mattered last night. Well, not the game itself, but like what we learned. We will, we will transition okay. from there to the Bucs matchup shortly. Yeah, so I think okay, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. okay, so just real We're quick still with talking the Bucks about thing. last night. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't think okay, no, no, no. Well, we started I, eight I, minutes I will later. wait on the <laughs> Yeah. I, I will wait on the Bucks. Yep. No, no, go. No, go. Go. I want to hear. No, I was just going to say we don't the, have to listen to Bo. Yeah, you got something to say on the Bucks? Let's hear it. Well, j- just the big difference between the Bucks now and the team that they played is the amount of key skill players that they're down, right? Like uh on offense, they you know, we'll see about Leonard Fournette, but they don't have Fournette. They don't have Chris Godwin. We all know they don't have an Antonio Brown. Um, and it's it's just a totally different offense from a skill position perspective than the one who who tore up the Eagles. And that game was actually closer than than I I, I remembered because I was. But going it back wasn't really that today. close. That game no, was not as close as the score, score indicated. Because remember, yeah. they they drove in like inside the ten yard line before kneeling it out at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah, that, that that game was it was never the outcome of that game was never in doubt. I would expect to do a little review of that game in the next uh, forty eight hours mm-hmm. or so for one of the future pods. Yep, make for a good segment. Okay, what stood like out? That. Okay, um, okay. Well, before is there Go anything ahead. else we need Close to talk about book. from Close last night, Zach? Well, uh, Tyree Jackson. Um, it sounds like you know, Joe's going to lose his mind. It sounds I, mean, like I feel ACL bad there. for Tyree Jackson yeah. get, getting injured. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know that that would be top uh, of mind, but I but, feel uh, bad for the guy. I mean, no, that, what know, that means is that Dick Rod is going to be playing next week. I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, overall, nothing really. Uh, I mean, we 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 talked about their course of action in terms of sitting guys. The reason they played certain players, they were healthy. Otherwise, I, you know, the defense, I don't read into anything that happened from the defensive perspective. They didn't have any defensive not. starters yeah. out there. Uh, I, I actually thought, like, uh, in the first half, and, and Bo asked Minshew this, uh, they were moving the ball against, and I, I know Dallas was missing some key pieces, but. 17 all. Yeah, in the first half, that that game was, was close with Minshew and the backups in there. So I suppose that could be somewhat encouraging, but overall, just the key is, I think they're going to have a healthy Jalen Hurts next week. Did you guys see how much, just how much Jordan Matthews and Nate Sudfeld we got to see during that during that Bucks, or that uh, Rams Niners game? Great stuff. All right, so this Bucks team, I think Zach okay. nailed it. Uh, let's let's know, how, many, how many breaks do we have, Marissa? We have two. Okay, why don't we why don't take, we take a break? break Go take a we'll break. Just, take we'll, a we'll break. get into we'll get into the Bucks. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. 
Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right. Back on Burns with Friends. How about this? Why don't we... Why don't we Let's settle down. We'll talk about the Bucks match. What do I hear? Do you, yeah, I'm getting that. feedback from someone's mic. Oh, it was Marissa. Don't don't call her out. <laughs> oh. Sorry. No problem. Uh, let's let's talk Bucks matchup, and then when this conversation's over, after the next break, we'll talk a little league wide stuff. Get into uh, Carson Wentz a little bit, what the Giants did, some other things around the league. But uh, let's 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 dive into the Bucks. Go ahead, Shield. When are we doing super forecasting? We'll get that to that at the end as well. And okay, well, yeah, I mean, you look at this Bucks team, and I'm I'm trying to pull up the box score here, but I think Zach nailed it. Is it, it's going to be big to watch the injury reports this week because they have so many guys out. I mean, Levante David on defense, he didn't play today. Shaq Barrett didn't play. Jason Pierre-Paul, those guys haven't played the last two weeks. You know, those are three of their best players here and even today Mike Evans suffered an injury during the game but he kept playing and so uh, their offense specifically looks a lot different I mean Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski are their two main targets uh, above and beyond anybody else Gronkowski you know for all the credit Brady gets for his comeback Gronkowski has been unbelievable uh, the last two years after taking a year off and when he's on the field they are a different offense he had seven catches for 137 yards today Mike Evans had six for 89 today and they have you know arguably the best offensive line in the NFL I think I saw a stat today it said Brady 96 percent of his Hmm. passes come from inside the pocket. So like, you wow. know exactly where he's going to be uh, on every single drop back, but he knows exactly when to get rid of the football. And so it's the old, you know, if you can pressure him with four, if you can win, win the battle, you up get, if you can get your, inside pressure and move him off the spot, inside pressure. Now it, it, it's still true. You know, I know it's a, uh, it's a joke, but like, if you can, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny because it's like, it, I feel like former Eagles, if they're going to analyze this game, hit him early. I don't care if you take the 15 on one of those play, you know, you can get a flag on the first series, getting his head a little bit. The old WIP caller, I guess you could say, but uh, I do think he still gets impacted on the rare occasions where he's feeling pressure early, but he sort of mastered the craft of getting rid of the ball Fletcher on Cox time. Yeah. And well, yeah, I think Fletcher Cox has had a much better second half of the season and there have been flashes of the guy we've seen in the past. So I think that's absolutely correct. It would be a great time for Josh Sweat to uh, announce his, I guess, announce his arrival isn't the right word. He already CTC. Yeah, introduce himself uh, to a national uh, audience. To a national audience. Say, I'm, I'm worth that money. The guy you saw last, you know, a couple of weeks ago is the guy I'm going to be. And this is only the beginning. And so that to me is obviously going to be the key. And offensively for the Eagles. I mean, I don't think the game plan is anything really different than what you do every single week. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I think I looked on football outsiders. The Eagles offense has the least variance, I believe of any offense in the NFL this season. And that's sort of weird given what we saw the first seven weeks. But if you kind of think since then, other than that giants game, it does sort of feel like it's the same thing over and over again, where, you know, you might not be putting up uh, 40 or 50. You might not be throwing for 350, but you're moving the ball pretty consistently. You're picking up first downs. As we discussed on the last pod, it's not the same bucks run defense um, uh, of yesteryear. And specifically if Levante David isn't in there, I do think that is a, uh, that is a pretty big deal. So I haven't looked at what the line is yet. I was trying to find if um, those are out or not, but uh, I would expect the Eagles to be the biggest underdogs of the wild card round in a line probably around eight points uh, 
I would guess for this game. Uh, to some of your points uh, on Gronk, if you look at the you know the Football Outsiders splits of you know how how the defense performs against different types of receivers, uh, the worst ranking the Eagles have is against opposing tight ends. They're they're 26th against opposing tight ends. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the week about how it seems like the structure of the defense is to give help on the outside, invite stuff over the middle. That has played out against opposing tight ends, and you know with 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 Gronk, I think it'll be a, that'll be a different a difficult matchup for the Eagles. And and then just um, on the you know we have talked for so long about the difference the Eagles have had you know the first seven weeks of the season, and then uh, since then I have a piece going up tomorrow just on like a newcomer a newcomer's guide to this Eagles team for people who haven't been paying attention. So I, I have some of these numbers in front of me. Um, the early down pass percentage, uh, the Eagles were eighth in the first seven weeks and then 30th, uh, in weeks eight through 17. Um, their drop back EPA per play went from 10th to second and their rush EPA per play went from fourth to fifth. So, uh, to your, to your we point, we still about- sort of hear something. Do you hear that? Is that, is that just somebody? It, it's yeah, fine. yeah I was somebody's... getting the blame for it. Okay. It's not me. I'm, I've been muted. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, let's you... go one by one and mute and see and the see. The chat's it claiming it's Bo. Okay, hold on. Okay, that's me. I'm okay. about to mute. Okay, mute. Yeah, I think it is Bo, right? Do we hear it? Unless it just went away uh, on its own there. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, back. It's back. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like a rubbing. Yeah, there were there were some uh, questions in the, uh, <laughs> in the chat here. It's <laughs> behind the door, as somebody says. Uh, early down play action has gone way up, and uh, you know, as we've talked about, they've gone from being like very very heavy eleven personnel to uh, no one in the league has played more multiple tight end sets uh, than the Eagles over the past ten weeks. So. Um, in terms of the matchup, I think it's like Darius Slay, go get Mike Evans. We'll figure out the rest. And like hope 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 that somebody gets some kind of pressure on, on Tom Brady, especially at least on that side of the ball. Well, I was I was thinking about uh, you know, how you would approach the Bucks defensively. I mean, if you go with the old uh what they've been doing, the hey, just prevent the big plays and make them work for it. I mean, you're just going to get shredded. Yes, exactly. Right. He's just going to go right down the field with these easy, this, I think the worst matchup from that perspective. Was this the, this might've the bucks game might've been the beginning of the armpit scale. I believe I'm, I can't remember if if that came later or not, but yeah, Brady, I don't remember him uh, sweating at all. Brady went 34 of 42 for 297 in that game. Okay. Um, Leonard, I think the armpit scale was week three against rushing. And okay. Antonio Brown was the one who was who was his big factor in that game. He had four or nine catches for 93 yards. The Eagles did a good job against Godwin and Evans. Uh, Gronkowski did not play in that game, but it mm-hmm. was as you guys said, it was like it was exactly like sit back, play passive, dare him to move the ball down the field, and it was like the easiest thing he's ever done in his life. Well, there were those five quarterbacks who completed over 80 percent of the passes. Right. right? It was it was Prescott. Then Brady, then or, or uh, Prescott, Mahomes, Brady, um, Carr, and Herbert were the five. So there you go. Yeah. So I, I was thinking, you know, if you're not, you don't want to just sit back, um, sit back and play zone against Tom Brady. I mean, if you can 
figure out a way to confuse him and show him different looks. That would be great. You know, the Saints certainly are good at doing that. Uh, I don't know that I trust uh, that Jonathan Gannon's going to be able to do that to Tom Brady. You know, that that would surprise me, but that's certainly part of it is that you don't want to do the same thing uh, over and over again. And then if you play, you know, I, I was thinking you could maybe play some man coverage, uh, some more man coverage in this game, like you mentioned, Bo. You know, this Darius Slay, you want the uh, the accolades. You want to be known as a top corner. Listen, when the Saints play, a Marshawn Lattimore lines up against Mike Evans, and that's the matchup. So I agree, Shil. It's a big week for Darius Slay. Just I'm just putting I, that out there. Huge week tell. for Darius Slay. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think it's a big week for his legacy. Oh, is that a, is that an article coming out by somebody? I just I am putting it out there. That's oh, yeah. okay. All right, good. Well, you you, you should be happy with the uh, Bucks matchup then. So I, I think Darius Slay against Mike Evans. Now I don't know who lines up against Rob Gronkowski. I don't know that there's anybody on this uh, no, roster <laughs> that you say. I was thinking is about a- like just laughing at the idea of like Tom Brady calling an audible because he sees Jannard Avery and Patrick Johnson on the field at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. no what do i do yeah yeah i think he's gonna be able to figure those out uh the you know any anything that looked good the last uh month of the season where you felt like maybe they were doing something creative i don't know that it's gonna look that creative uh against him so uh again i don't know who that guy would be is it one of these cornerbacks uh i don't know it, it's tough but really you look at the other guys they're throwing to i mean it's uh brashad perriman who had a really nice catch today uh, Tyler Johnson, uh, wide receiver of BWF fame. I mean, Cameron Brate's a number two tight end. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is their running back today. Le'Veon Bell. Uh, so, you know, those are really the two guys you are going to have to worry about the most. Now it's Brady. So uh, some one of those other guys could step up and have a big game. We've seen that certainly happen in the past. But I was thinking maybe like a little uh, two-man coverage, which the Eagles do not play a lot of. But that's basically man coverage across the board with two deep safeties. And it's not good against two things. It's not good against teams that want to run the ball. But, man, if they're handing the ball off, I'm saying like, this it's a win. part of Jonathan Gannon's philosophy, I'm in on that this week. If they want to hand the ball off and run for 165, 175 in this game and they win that way, I'm totally fine with that. The other thing is if you have quarterbacks who can scramble, uh, it's a bad coverage because everybody's got their back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You've got two deep safety. So, you, you know, you can't, it, it's harder to play against those guys. That doesn't qualify here. So um, that was just when I was thinking about the initial matchup, something that popped into my head that that could be a, uh, you know, m- maybe that's something they break out, even though they haven't uh, <laughs> used it. I don't know. I would have to look at the table. I don't know that they've used it at all this year. It's not like a complicated coverage, but that could be something that makes sense. Is four thought uh, here? Sorry. No, Fournette could be back. I I think the expectation is that he will be back, but at the same time, he hasn't played in like a, in three weeks or so. So you don't know if he definitely is going to be back. And if he is what version of him you're getting. I, I thought she'll hit it on the head um, in that I was having the debate with someone today about uh, the best matchup for the, or if you would rather see the bucks or the Rams. And the person was telling me the bucks are a better matchup for them than the Rams. The Bucks are so banged up, and and uh, you know this is not the same Bucks team they saw early on, and you know Slay plays well against outside receivers and that kind of thing. And and my point was is is that if they play coverage the way we, we've seen them play coverage, Tom Brady's going to eat that up, even with even with uh, a pedestrian cast of receivers outside of of the Evans Gronk group. 
Uh, so you, yeah. you, I mean, who would you rather, have... who would you rather see with, with the game, with, with the season on the line, Tom Brady or Matt Stafford? Like, exactly. That's, like that's that my easy. point. Stafford's never won a playoff game yeah. and he's, and he's struggling and, and you saw it today through the interception in overtime. I have that in the corner of my eye right here. So, uh, I think that, um, Brady, they're going to have to obviously pressure Brady. We, we know that, but they're, they're going to have to comp, they're going to have to, uh, to 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 make Brady pound the ball, if you will, right? Uh, what's Mike Mayock's exp- expression? Burp the baby, right? Uh, like you you can't just have the open outlet for him Bo looks all disgusted the time. At that, oh, that's, Marissa, that's I expression. forgot to record my um, audio in the beginning. I just hit record. It's okay. This okay. I got you. That's what happens when I you know I join late. I don't have the senior podcast producer to remind me. So anyway, <laughs> I mean, I think. Uh, we talked about this before as well, but I, I think that, you know, the hope on offense is that Jalen Hurts is going to be fully 100%. They're going to have the full complement of the quarterback-inclusive run game script that they used so effectively in that third quarter of the season. And that the last few games, uh, the experience that Jalen Hurts had playing as a limited mobility quarterback from the pocket and and looked pretty good, especially the last game he was out there. He's going to be able to um, meld those two things together and and the Eagles can uh, be very effective on offense. And you hope you get, you hope you get a lucky break on defense at some point and, and you're able to ride that out. I mean, that's, they, they're, they're going to have to be, uh, they're going to, they're going to have to be scoring on every drive. I feel like. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But uh, you know, there's no reason that they can't be as efficient as they've been against this defense. You know, it's it's a good defense. It is not a juggernaut defense where you go into it thinking, shoot, you've got no chance at it. I mean, they've got solid corners who were there last year. They're not great corners. They've got. Uh, we'll see who's there in terms of their pass rush. But if your offensive line is what you've thought it was all season, then you should be able to do a solid job against them. You have a varied uh, run game. You know they're going to blitz on early downs. I mean, you know, Todd Todd Bowles does a lot of different things. That's sort of been uh, his calling calling card, obviously. So uh, I think that's right. You got to you got to be efficient on off. It's it's kind of like all the cliched stuff. Don't turn it over. Convert in the red zone. Uh, You know, I, I think you feel out the game early on, if it really looks like your defense is going to have no chance to stop them, then you have to be willing to, whether it's take some risks on fourth down, whether it's to break out a special uh, trick play on special teams, you know, start thinking about doing some, those types of things. This is not the game to be conservative. And Nick Sirianni's conservative decisions have kind of flown under the radar because they've been winning games anyway, and it hasn't been the most important thing about him. But this is a game where you really don't want that to creep up. I mean, play to win. Uh, you know, I, I hate the totally phrase, nothing, nothing to lose. But again, you're going to be big, big underdogs uh, in this game. If you Let's sort play of just, guess the line. Yeah, I mean, I just guessed eight. So. Oh, you did? Oh, I, didn't, I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I'll, uh, I'll go seven and a half. Well, I'll say nine. Okay. Are you tough situation what... for tough situation for shield? No, I don't know what it is yet. Oh, okay. So this is for like, you know, three shows from now, we'll revisit this great uh, <laughs> guessing segment. Yeah. Okay. Look forward to that. Sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is K- Kenyon Barner is on the box. Did you know that? No. 
Yeah, Kay Barner. He's still in the league? I, I don't know Good if they just him. picked him. Unless, is there a different Kay Barner, Zebra? I mean, Zebra, I'm still this up for me. I swear yeah. I saw Kay Barner today on the sideline. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. return I'm looking at the box talks. score. You're <laughs> kidding me. I, uh, Bo, he had four carries today. Uh, how many yards do you think he had, and what do you think his long run was? Um, he had five yards of mean, long actually. of three. He, no, this is kind of mean because I always like Kenyon Barner, so yeah. I don't know why. Great, I, I, yeah, I mean, have done like that. great interview, not great guy. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. What kind of guy is. Four carries he, for zero yards with a long of one. He signed to their practice squad <laughs> on December 15th. He signed to their practice squad. He has carved, I mean, an unbelievable great career. CTC career out of Kenyon Barner. Yeah. Specialty, great teammate, Eagles. nice personality. Yeah. Yep. What are the other Eagles connections on that on that Bucks team? You got well, anybody, Zach? You got any Philly guys on that well, uh, on that Bucks well, team? Well, Todd Bowles, Bruce. I mean, a lot of that coaching staff was was with Temple. I mean, Keith Armstrong. I I, I could go on down the list. Keith Armstrong, uh, I, I think Godwin, I told story playing, before. The only right? but the was... only thing I think of with Keith Armstrong <laughs> is uh, yeah. Well, it was it was New Year's Eve after the Eagles fired Andy Reid. And I was at a New Year's Eve. I think I've told this story before on the yeah. podcast. Uh, yeah. A New Year's Eve like house party. And I was the Lex. one who had to update the website that the Eagles were announcing interviews with Keith Armstrong, uh, a bunch Cutter. of Falcons guy, Dirk Cutter. Yeah. Yeah. And who was the other Mike Smith. Yeah. And Mike Smith. Yeah. And I'm like writing on like the trunk of yeah. some, like the outside on the trunk of some car. In yeah. some terrible place in like Arlington, Virginia. Good stuff. Wow, what a work! Oh, Andrew Adams. They've got Andrew Adams. That's right. He went back. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, of course, they have. Uh, um, you know, in in the in the in in the front office, they have Jason Light, who uh, who I I believe. <laughs> Bradley Pinion, Mister Foot. I I believe Howie um, set Jason Light up with his wife. I believe that. So, <laughs> no idea. I read a story about that. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I didn't. Oh, I got a good one in case I said it on. Um. All right. This I don't know what this, I don't know what's happening here. Now Zach looks unsure. He doesn't um, know if Howie Roseman set him him up with his own Ray wife. Still in the league, huh? Or, so. Um, so yeah, yeah that's anyway. it. Those are the only former Eagles. Kenyon so Barner and Andrew Adams. Yeah, so I feel like there's not a lot of uh, mystery. Now we'll we'll get to obviously more in depth to it uh, this week. I do want to look at the last game and see if anything uh, stood out there that we can talk about here. But that's the matchup. Do you think our yeah, Eagles? Okay, wait, 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 real quick. Really just so I, 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 I mean, I was a little worried for a, a moment here. Okay, um, but Greg Alman, our, our great Bucks writer. Uh, he put this out in 2018. Cool note on two GMs in, in Bucks Eagles game today. Eagles Howie Roseman introduced Jason Light to his wife Blair when both GMs were working in the Eagles organization 15 years ago. Blair and Roseman's wife Mindy went to school together in Ohio growing up. So I got really worried that I said that, and I'm like, am I conflating? Uh, yeah, but that's not <laughs> a bad thing to have. I mean, if you got yeah, that wrong, but, it's not like you sure. didn't say anything bad about anybody. Yeah, but okay, I just want to make sure. But yeah, so. That that occurred again. Um, nobody, and I mean nobody, knows more about where people met their wives <laughs> than our Stone Cold Newsman Zach Berman. And as right. uh, somebody did, somebody did uh, message me that we a, a bad job by us when we had uh, Daniz on the podcast. We didn't ask him where he, where he met his wife. 
next time. Speaking of Deniz, a lot of a uh, lot of kerfuffle I saw on Twitter as uh, John Clark of NBC uh, posted a Deniz uh, chart, and I don't know if he did it himself or if it was wherever he got it from, but the chart was clearly Deniz's but it was cropped to take out his uh, handle and he did not credit it. And I got to tell you the, uh, the rapidity with which the denizens just jumped all over it in defense of our, of our handsome Prince uh, warmed the heart. And uh, to, to John Clark's credit, he corrected it later and said, uh, that, oh, that's that what I was going to ask. He did, did he correct correct? it. Oh, he did correct it. He okay. said that you know, great job by uh, by Dennis on the on the chart. But I got to say, you know, great job protecting our own by by everybody out there. Good work. Yeah, those were the texts I was getting from uh, from okay. my friends saying that uh, look at this. Oh my gosh! And there's they're saying, oh man, he's getting torched in the responses he to that. Getting, was just roasting up for Dennis. Uh, so I'm, I'm poor guy. you know, I yeah, that was surprising to me that he did that with no credit. So I will give him credit. You know, he he corrected it. So good. All right, should we take Protect a break? All right. Uh, oh wait, well, well we kind of like, lost Marissa. So yeah, Marissa uh, potentially yeah. MIA. Uh, no, I'm here. Oh. I'm here. I had oh, to need... situate my settings a little bit. Okay. Big W. <laughs> I mean, someone's walking in the background. For, for yeah, I had to make sure yeah. there was no one behind me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did Michael? I didn't get to watch any of that game. Did Michael play today? Um, he did not. The starters played. Um, mm. they won the game. I mean, but you know, I consider Michael a starter, so <laughs> that doesn't mean much to me. But he's being a yeah, little loud it's, for it's, me right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a, uh, you know, really, if you look at these teams around the league and who is starting uh, at guard, and then you look at, uh, I mean, I don't, we would probably say this, I mean, really, even if he was having a very rough go, we would probably be doing this bit, but it is nice that he has played so well that we yes. don't have to, it doesn't have to be well, a bit at all. And yeah, you watch these teams, actually, you're like, oh man. It's funny because his friends are around now too. So if they heard this, they would really rip on him for that because okay. the fact that we're jazzing him up and yeah. you know all of that, they can't, you know, none of that. Jazzing, gazing, yeah. doing it all. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we take a break? Right. Can we take a little break, Marissa? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back on Birds with Friends. Uh, a couple housekeeping notes for the Eagles. Uh, their schedule for next season is locked in now that we know how everybody finished. So they have a second-place schedule. I'll quickly run down their opponents at home. In addition to the three division teams, they have the Packers, the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Saints, and the Stillers coming to town as the one intra uh, conference matchup and then on the road they have the bears the lions the texans the colts and the cardinals is their matchup uh for a second place in the nfc west why don't we talk about that colts team oh my that... gosh what a 15 and a half point favorite good thing i had the jags or that would have screwed lemur on the team that's right that's right 
Uh, I'm By the mean, way, he doesn't need the night game. He only he did all the day games, so it already hit. Oh, he already paid out. He already paid out. Yeah. All right. Well, how are we spending this? How are we spending this? Uh, well, this well, he's cash done. Well, I was just texting him, so he's done twenty five dollars every week. Wow. On the shield tees all season, not hitting until week eighteen, but you still make a few hundred bucks on that. By hit, it just needs to hit once. It's pretty so good. By the way, he also. So, put, oh, uh, no, no, you finish. Go on, go on. Yeah, and he also did my uh, preseason. Long shot bets, and we got a little a little hit on the Packers. Most wins of any team. That was a good one. They have to split it with a you know because they lost today, but still. Oh, so, you split that? You, you get a you get a half payout? Yeah, what's it called? I forget what the term is. Yeah, if there's multiple okay. teams, you divide it by whatever. But anyway, okay. zebra. I know. Oh, sorry, my my wife was teasing me that because uh, she's watching. She says it's obvious I was watching TV in the side here uh because they just took the field the raiders chargers to. but i was going to ask you guys uh when she said yeah. when she said uh, his his friend doesn't need the game tonight um if you're the losing coach tonight and we're in the post game press conference and you and the question is you had a guaranteed chance to make the playoffs guaranteed chance to make the playoffs why didn't you take it like what's we'll the explain answer? the situation again here. So yes, if they tie so, here, the Chargers and Raiders get in and the Steelers are out. If yes. they don't tie, the Steelers are in and the winner of this game is in and the loser of this game is out, correct? Correct. correct. Yes. We talked so, about this both, with Dane Is was the exactly. first person, I yes. think, to mention it. Uh, I don't uh, – yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would say – like I don't, I would be doing it. I mean, it's crazy not to do it. Think of now, all both coaches the need things. to agree. Both coaches need to agree, obviously. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. So a, I guess that that would be an easy way to answer it, Zach. Staley yeah, could was, say, "I wanted to do right. it." Besides, <laughs> said he's not doing it. I, I was out of my control. Yeah. So I, I feel I like say. just their personalities. Like Staley probably would be in for it. Basachi is is too concussion uncle to be to be settling. It's for just that, it first like. off, there's I mean, you could have like your starting quarterback at hurt tonight, right? By playing yeah. this out. So you'd essentially get a week of rest. Okay. Exactly. You're guaranteed to the make the playoffs. Thing. You know who your opponent would be, right? Oh there's my gosh. Oh. Oh, he fumbled. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a long like shield is like a half a second ahead of Zach yeah. is a half a second. Oh yeah, because I'm so. always behind because I'm streaming, and I'm I don't even have a TV now. on in this new but, room oh, okay. that I'm in. So it was a long like completion, I believe, to Foster Marissa's Moreau. Living an Amish lifestyle. And he's like, to me, this isn't even this isn't even a a like sanctity of the game type argument. The bottom line is this: you you start in training camp to make the postseason. That is the objective. Here you are. You're on the doorstep of the postseason. You can get there. This isn't. It's not like oh, you're you're not taking the game seriously. You're doing. Ex you're right. Ensuring a spot in the playoffs, right? And it's not their fault that the NFL put this game at prime right. time and they and they didn't yeah. know the results. That was the uh, uh, that was Dennis's whole point. So it it befuddles me. Um, and I, I saw I saw uh, Brandon Staley. He texted Rap Sheet. I, I think it was Andrew. Uh, he he texted Ian Rappaport that you know they're going out here to put their best foot, they're put their best effort in and, and win the game. Brandon Staley, who gets up there in these press conferences and touts data, right, one hundred percent chance of making the playoffs. It, it well, is, it but it it is it is entirely contingent upon the other team joining yes with you joining forces with you yes. 
but, but like the um, so Raiders would have the higher make seed. That decision unilaterally. But the Raiders would have the higher seed. So of course the Raiders would like if 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 you're Rich Passaccia, the best it's case crazy scenario, if the Raiders win this game, they're the five seed. Yeah, yeah, they're ahead wild. of the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, I I totally agree with you, Zeberm. I mean, everything you do in the offseason is you know not even playoffs for it to give yourself a chance to win the exactly. Super Bowl, and you have an opportunity to give yourself a 100% chance to get in the playoffs. The Raiders have made the playoffs one time in the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. You're telling me if they put out on their social media account, should we do this to get in? Everyone's going to say, yes, please do this. We want a playoff game. We throw so much wasted time into this stupid hobby, and we would like to have a playoff game this year, especially the Raiders. It feels like they've had five different seasons this year alone. Yes. So you would do that. And if you're the chart, and I think the other thing you said, which I was thinking about earlier today is underrated. You're basically getting a bye week None of these guys have to worry about injury. They went, it's actually the coach's perfect scenario because they practiced the whole week yep. thinking that they really had to get into this game. And so it was probably like a nice intense week of practice, but the game comes, everybody can just chill. No one's getting injured. Everyone's going into the first weekend of the playoffs Fresh, if you're the Chargers, I mean, you have the quarterback who's as good as anybody else here. Uh, you know, injuries have been an issue. You have a top-heavy roster. And so depth, like if you get a couple guys go down here and make the playoffs, you might get blown out next week. But if you take this exact team into the playoffs, you might actually have a chance uh, to win that game. So uh, they should do it, and it would prove a point to the league that, this, like Dane Is was saying, that this whole setup for Week 18 is stupid and you can't game it. You're just guessing, and uh, you could get screwed like this. And, uh, the, and you know what? It, it wouldn't be, I don't think the takes would be as hot as like the Eagles thing because, uh, you know, it's not their fault. They're like, like you said, they're not tanking. It's not for a draft pick. Yeah. It's to play in the playoffs. And, uh, it would be really intriguing TV to watch. I mean, I would be glued to it because there's always that chance that one minute left, Basaccia says, screw that guy. Well, that's He's the putting out thing all those videos. Like I'm tired of him getting all those retweets. I want to work on my brand. We're getting Basaccia on the talk shows tomorrow, baby. And he just has Derek nope. Carr throw a bomb <laughs> and they win the game. So that would be intriguing too to watch. I mean, I still really, think like, as the game as the, the game, quarter, as the game wears on, winky winky. yeah. I mean, especially <laughs> if it's like towards the end of the game. I mean, in overtime, if these two teams go to overtime, they should just kneel it out. Like it's like it's like uh, you know, but it's the fourth quarter, so Staley has no way to communicate to Bisaccia. <laughs> so they throw like a little out to Keenan Allen, and, and he, he pulls like a, a little note out of his pocket <laughs> and hands it to Bisaccia yeah. and yeah. runs back to the huddle. Maybe they talked it through. Maybe they talk it through. They have some kind of flag to wave to each yeah. other from the sidelines. Doing so, or like the signs, you know, like the, the Chip Kelly signs. Staley just has yeah. one out that says, Do you a, a Will you tie? And it's a bolo tie. And it's yeah. like, yes. I mean, it's it like that Christmas movie. What was uh, it? Yeah, what's it called? Movie? Oh, Love Actually. Ted yes, Love Actually. Yeah, right. Yes. Great yeah. Movie. I mean, it, there, there would be a lot of uh, fun possibilities. Yeah. So. So if you want to if you want to talk through this uh, like where the Eagles could play, which is going to have a very short shelf life uh, once this podcast comes out, it looks like the the CBS games are the the first game on Saturday and the sorry the, sorry people like my uh, I think my Bisaccia might need to be a recurring character. It sounds like people didn't know what the hell I was doing there. So all right, go ahead. Uh, it sounds like so. CBS has the the Saturday first game and the middle game Sunday. So those are yes. AFC games. It's not going to be those. Uh, so Fox has the Saturday night game. 
and the one o'clock game on Sunday. NBC has the Sunday night game. ESPN has the, I'm sorry, Fox doesn't have the one o'clock game. ABC has the one o'clock game mm. on Sunday. And then there's the Monday night game. We've talked about the Monday night game probably can't be a, uh, an Eagles game. It's got to be a four or five game just because of setting up the matchups for the following weekend. So there are not matchups contingent upon the winner of the game. Uh, so it, that means the Eagles will either be Saturday night, Sunday at one or Sunday night. My guess is the Cowboys are playing Saturday night against the Niners. And I think, I think the Eagles are going to be playing one o'clock. But is, is CBS still locked into the AFC or didn't that change? Is that not true? Is that not, that's not correct. I don't believe I I I I think that might I don't know what that. it is for playoffs. There are games yeah. during the year where they okay. do have non AFC. Not I mean, mo- someone in the chat says it's wrong. CBS is not locked into an AFC. Yeah, game, I think so. I think that changed that, with the last TV. Yeah, I think that changed with the last TV deal that they're so not that leads into. us right into Swooper, right? You might as well get to that. Yeah, let's get to Swooper. Do you have it handy? Uh, yeah, I do. And it was, I mean, what a roller coaster and a great <laughs> job by Dennis and a great job by by us. I would say in keeping that um preseason game of a game interesting heading into uh into the fourth quarter as it was getting out of hand zach only had three irons in the fire but he made great use of those irons he had tyree jackson scores a touchdown or leads the team in receiving and on the eagles opening drive they go shovel pass to tyree for the first catch of his career for a touchdown one for zach zach also had the Eagles play a team other than the Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. That was at about uh, like 30% heading into the day. Didn't come through, but but a good uh, roll of the dice for you. And you had a player on either team who was previously on an NFL practice squad this season, scores a touchdown. Ido Smith runs it in in the fourth quarter. You were not paying attention at this point, Zach. Not, not that you were like doing something else. You were working. Um, wow. I had, to, I had to let you know that that, Thank you. that was a big play for you. Two for you. I had Gardner Minshew set the season high in passing yards. Did not happen. I have Coyote Awashika plays at least one offensive snap for three turkeys. Boy, did that bad boy come through. He came in, played right guard, just mauling people all over the place. Helped set up a touchdown when he came in. Uh, that's one for me. Cameron Malvo has a sack and or more than one quarterback hit. I don't believe he was close enough to breathe on the quarterback at any point uh, yesterday. Not a, not a great job. Uh, from Big Cam yesterday, but that's all right. We still love him. Uh, the margin of victory is greater than the points scored by the losing team. And boy, so close. was I livid when when Gardner Minshew throws it to Quez Watkins with like <laughs> a minute, 30 seconds left, and he busted for a touchdown. I mean, what are we doing, Coach? We're getting guys hurt here. Let's Let's kneel on it. Let's get to the postseason. Let's go. Quez Watkins is a is a player on the team. What are we doing having him run out there in the fourth quarter? Well, and for a while. Was, and what was so dastardly about this is that I also, of course, had the prime number in the fourth quarter. At least one drive begins in the fourth quarter, begins at the prime number. And uh, there was one spot that looked to me like uh, a kickoff return had gotten to the 31-yard line, and it was a very classic referee decision where he put it exactly on the 30 like ex- just s- s- straight on as if he didn't really care about precision of the spot <laughs> of course and he and i believe i believe he flipped the middle finger to me as he did so but worse than that the eagles on the on the quez watkins touchdown quez watkins touchdown drive 
at a fourth and four from a prime number. And if Gardner Minshew had thrown an incompletion, I would have hit three of my things. And instead, I only end up with one. I do not win. And Shield. Wait, do you have any still alive there or no? I do not. I am out. Yet the uh, the margin of victory one was a great one because early on I'm thinking, all right, he, you know, he, he's not getting this. This is a close game. And then I'm like, well, e- even if it's not, I mean, it's a high scoring game, so uh, he's not getting this. And then all of a sudden, right. it's like, oh no, he's got these, got this one. We need one garbage time. It was an down. unbelievable swing. Sheila, are you yeah. telling us that you were following along? Yeah, I was. Fu- oh, I was fully invested in this one. I mean, I had no interest in what was happening on the field, uh, other than, and there were no other games on. And so uh, I had, uh, I actually did a screen grab on my phone of Dayniz's uh, tweet because I always forget everything. I mean, even like an hour after we do the show, I have no idea what I had, what I didn't have. People be tweeting at me, and I don't know if it's good or bad. So yes, I was following along very closely. Now, Sheil also had a lot of drama involved in his his irons. He had a player who was elevated from the Eagles practice squad for this game records a sack. And at one point, Raekwon Williams was given a sack, and the game went on, and all of a sudden that sack was given to somebody else. Which sounds like some funny business from two reporters who were in the press box feet, you know, steps away from the official score here. I've never seen that before. I pulled up my app here. I'm going, wait, is that, was that Raekwon Williams? Oh, yeah, Raekwon Williams got it. Oh, Marissa even tweeted at me. Me and Zach, she said, check, you guys already have one. And then I check later in the game, and it's not Raekwon Williams. Josiah Scott. Well, it's what funny happened because when it happened, there? Zach was like, that's not a sack. He was he was giving himself up. That was a run. <laughs> no, give me a I break. did say that, actually. Go yeah. to Helsinki. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tweeted at me, and I was like, I checked the box score on ESPN, and I was like, uh, maybe it was just not updated. Zach tweeted it, so I couldn't believe yes. like that wasn't true. I'm like, no, if Zach tweeted it, it's true. In real time, it was a sack. And then Bo said to me in the third quarter, you know, they changed that. And I said, wow, I did <laughs> not know they changed that. But it was a good call because – Dak Prescott had given himself up. I and mean, then, as, as Marissa knows, these offensive linemen, they don't want to be have a, a sack yeah. levied against them <laughs> it's true. if the quarterback gave himself up. Yeah. True. And then she'll so also have J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has a oh, catch of 20 or more yards or a touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going nuts. <laughs> my yes. guy. It was right there for you, my man. I mean, he couldn't reward you for the story you wrote on him. He couldn't just. He, he went down to South Carolina, favor. man. At least he could have done. Oh, yeah. my God. You talked to Condi. Oh. Wait, no, he didn't talk to Condoleezza. I right? didn't talk to yeah. Condi. No. I was going to say, I, I trust me, I, I had a request. I had. I did not have a request in to talk to Condoleezza. I had multiple requests in the Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice's office probably thought I was a threat to national security given the amount of times that I got in touch. (laughs) Well, unlike, you know, we'll take take almost all of the guests that the Mannings uh, have on their broadcast. Uh, Condoleezza Rice not invited on this podcast. (laughs) That's not true. Condoleezza Rice has an invitation to our podcast. Not as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, You also, of course, you had the no no drives, which begin in the fourth quarter, begin in a prime number. You ended up with that. Now, uh, people who were were not following along about on the discussion about this on Twitter, uh, it did turn out I had the better odds here um, that it would happen because of the repeated possessions. But this game particular where like they both wanted to get to the end of the game, it wasn't as I mean, the odds were still in my favor, but but, you know, you came through shield. And you also have the Eagles playoff game is scheduled for Saturday. So if the game is on Saturday night mm. or Saturday afternoon, you will tie Zach 
and you will both be out in front heading into the playoffs. Otherwise, Zach has the lead and the most turkeys in hand. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where he is in the world right now. But wait, so does he clinch? Does he clinch if he wins? Munger is is lifting up a glass and raising it to his 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 number one protege in the world. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a Charlie Munger protege. No Hold one. on. Give no, me the he, score again. No, no. He's up by one. one. I, he no, would be no, up by no, one. We're tied. You, I would, you would be up by one. Win. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I would just yeah. simply be an agent of chaos. Well, not necessarily. If they go to the Super Bowl, I could still come back. Exactly. I mean, this is unbelievable. I'm getting screwed. A change in the box score is screwing me over here going into the playoffs? What is that? I mean, Everyone side crickets. All right, I need, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text Watch McManus the on the side. I'm gonna text Maybe McManus on the side. You want me to? Lower, I'll go play the clip out there to the to the four offensive line. I mean, I'm no, sorry. no, don't sorry. Do that. <laughs> no, that's not gonna help me. <laughs> We're not doing that. This, this is Zach. <laughs> no, no, we don't. I need. Yeah, let's think of something else. <laughs> They're not gonna say it's a sack. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. The thing, I wouldn't have if it, if it was never a sack. I would have been fine. The fact that it was marked a sack in the box score and then taken away—that to me smells. I like think the fact that Zach out. tweeted it, like, I I had no idea it got taken away. Mm, that's okay. why when when Bo brought it up to me, that's when I said, "Wait, I I can win this thing," because I mm. I didn't think I had a chance with with only three with only three things in the fire. All right. So before next week, we'll have to come up with a, a tiebreaker, assuming that Zach, unless do we already have one? Assuming Zach is up by one and on the uh, off chance that next week is the Eagles last game of the season. <laughs> we all look to see. We're all watching. Yeah. Uh, Zay, Zay Zay Jones. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we need to know what the uh, tiebreaker is, but that's for later in the week. We so Sheila, you think that what do you think the Colts are going to do? About. This Carson. is the moment gonna, the whole chat has been everybody's waiting for. Do you think they're going to get rid of Carson? Well, I haven't looked at I, I believe it's like a two-year commitment, correct? I mean, when they traded for him with the I mean, uh, money. If you, you were drawing always... if you were drawing it up from an Eagles perspective. Oh my goodness. Like yes. this is as good as it gets if you were if you were playing at the Schadenfreude. I mean, he tests positive, he loses the last two games, it loses to the lowly Jaguars and it's not even close. He has had, I'm telling you, he's had these games, even when we did the Wentz discussion, he's had these games uh, all season long. Usually, and a lot of times, they've been good enough to overcome them. Jonathan Taylor goes off, or the offensive line is good enough, or he just avoids that one big mistake, or the, you know, like his, his, the example today where he's in the grasp and he tries to do a little flip and it turns into a fumble. I mean, he's had a play like that almost every week this season and hasn't got burned by him. I mean, I can't believe how low his interception uh, numbers have been. And uh, it was a 15 and a half point favorites win and you're in a uh, complete disaster. But yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't know. How could but- they look at themselves in the mirror and go in with him next year? He's really the worst kind of like that type of quarterback because they're sort of the middle tier guys who, you know, are not great, but they're not going to kill you like that. Uh, he can just kind of kill you. He can, he can just lose a game for you uh, just like he did today. So I wonder, look, has, I wonder what the record is for like most starts for a quarterback who has never, never uh, played more than one series in a, in a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, I, I was about to say it's year six for him, right? These yeah. it's year six. He, he, he hasn't won a playoff game that he started. 
Uh, he was outstanding in 2017, but you can't you you can't keep clinging to that. And he was he was really good down the stretch in in 2018. I acknowledge that. But the bottom line, I'm sorry, not 18, 19, in, in, in 2019, down the stretch in 2019. But you're the starting quarterback of a team that's in a win and in situation against the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 18. And you have that type of performance. Inexcusable, inexcusable from a franchise quarterback. Um, well, he's not. Well, that's, but look, they, they, they made him one. They traded a first round pick yeah. to acquire him. Um, he's there. Hang him like one. Exactly. Uh, and, and this is, you know, at, at some point, and we're probably past that point, and Shield has 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 made this point to us before. It's not everyone else, right? It's not the offensive line. It's not the skill players. It's not the coaches. It, it, you know, uh, Doug Peterson used to say you have to take a a long look in the mirror. Well, Carson Wentz has to look in the mirror because what's going on is the because mirror of Carson is as big Wentz. as his bed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty hopeless. Yeah. I mean, my the the big question to me is not what's going to happen next year because I think they. When they make the trade, you're committed to two years financially. I want to know after that, what is happening to this? Who is going to take a flyer on him to be a starting quarterback after next season? Like, he's not going to be that old. I mean, I don't know, though. Like, these things accelerate. Like, they're not going to keep him next year just because they know they're going to move on from him the year after. Now, they they don't have a first-round pick, so it's not like they have a lot of, uh, you know, maneuverability to, to find somebody else. But, I mean, these things happen quickly, like we saw with the Eagles. Like once, once you know that he's not staying, I don't know if he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he stays around for next year. I would be surprised I, given what I, they I, gave I up be, for him. Yeah. And given salary. Frank Reich's, yeah, yeah, given yeah. Frank. If they draft a quarterback in the second round, does he just walk away to his ranch and never, never to return? Well, I was thinking about that with uh, what did Gardner Minshew say? He said he went into Nick Sirianni's office yeah. and uh, yeah. what was well, the exact thing? Well, yeah. So, so Chris Mortensen two weeks ago reported that uh, he he went in after the Jets game, asked what it would take for him to start, and Nick basically said, "We're set at quarterback." Um, and, like, and so uh, I, I'm good, buddy. Yeah. Like so Mike I asked Kafka told me we didn't want to do an interview with me at <laughs> PhiladelphiaEagles.com. So I, I I asked Nick about this on what was it Thursday last week, um, and and Nick said, you know, he keeps all the conversations that happen in, in his uh, office private. And then uh, Gardner was asked about it yesterday and Gardner's like, yeah, that's why I asked verbatim. Right. You know, they believe in transparency here. I want to see what they would say. Um, and it, it probably speaks to, to Minshew's personality, but uh, yeah, he, he asked the start and they said they're, they're good with Jalen Hurts. How about Hurts' personality? I mean, think about if you did that when with Wentz as the starter, it would yeah. be like the biggest story, and you know he might crumble. Right. He might crumble from that. So uh, right. that's what that's what I was thinking about. Uh, well, Jalen didn't have to go and ask for it. He just went and took it. Right. Yeah. Like he's but securing was, himself. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, this is this is just this is this is bad on Carson. And like Bo said, this is the best. What about Reich? Yeah, who just not, always escapes. I mean. This is I know I know that I'm like just stealing uh, some Noah Becker uh, content here, but I mean he's never beaten the Jaguars twice in a season. What's going on, Frank? Yeah, they haven't won there since 2014. I think it was the stat today. I was surprised but, by that line, 15 and a half with Carson Wentz as your quarterback. It's like, hey, but I mean, it's easy to say hindsight. 
Yeah. Well, you picked. But it, like when we spoke about, play. yeah. Uh, if 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 you think back to to the the spring and even this summer when we were talking about the conditions on that draft pick, it seemed like all right, they're either going to be in the playoffs, right, or it's not going to be a first round pick. It didn't it didn't seem plausible that there'd be a scenario where he would play every game and they would willingly put him out there every game and they wouldn't be a playoff team. All they had to do was win these past two games or was win one of these past two games here. Yeah. Uh, and so this is the, I look, I, I will take a, I will, I will take an L to the, uh, to a certain extent here. Um, I understood why the Eagles made the trade. Uh, I was a little, I was a little curious what the Eagles plan was at quarterback. Um, but the, this is the best case scenario for the Eagles. They get the first round pick, they get the cap relief. And they're the team in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. They they have have the quarterback quarterback who has more value now going forward. And by the way, Jalen Hurts is going to be younger in his first playoff start than Carson Wentz was in his first start with the Eagles. Oh, how about that? Look at that. Then no wonder this guy's been in so much. He's going viral today. Yeah. (laughs) This is like texting Z-Berm over here. Yeah. Well, let's. Because well, he started we, as a, because 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 Jalen Hurts was a true freshman, right? Who, who who started played four years. He's in his second year, and and so I don't know if it's if it's uh, if it's younger than Carson's first start, is. but 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 Carson was twenty three when he joined the Eagles. His birthday is December thirtieth, um, and, and and so uh, I would have to look that up. But yeah, I I would believe that Jalen Hurts is is younger than than Carson is when Carson got to the Eagles. Well, speaking of Zach going viral, I actually I didn't realize that this tweet did such incredible numbers, but um I did retweet it because I mean if if Zach is roasting you like this, you know that you are <laughs> you have gone way below the line of credibility. And NYTZ uh, Berm says if, if you have seen uh the Giants today they had a third and nine from their own four yard line, and they line up in a little like end of game V formation nonsense and just run a, a terrible little sneak. And Zach, just who always has the receipts, just just quote tweets the video with quote with open quote to disrespect the game by going out there and not competing for sixty <laughs> minutes and doing everything you can to help those players win. We will never do that as long as I'm head coach of the Giants. You know that sullying the long, classy history of the New York football Giants is the only thing that will get Zach so riled up. Well, they look, I mean, 1.4 thousand retweets on that bad boy. Whoa, I don't know about that. I think like 5,000 likes, right? All right, I'm not looking at 6,000. I was just watching football, that's all it was. Like a man who could have a job in social media branding, Bo. Am I right? Mm, I know that's right. They did it on well, you on second down, they did it on second down, right? It it wasn't just third third down, it it wasn't just third down, it was second down. And I I watched Joe Judge press, I, I I watched his press conference. And I didn't did. see the game last week, but apparently they had a situation last week where they were like pinned back and something bad happened. And, and so he, he, he didn't want that to happen again. But uh, I mean, to me, 
the look, I, and, and and that was not like defending the Eagles. And I I've made it clear what I thought about the way the Eagles went about what they did last year. But I was at that game last year. The Eagles were more competitive in in their season finale last year than the Giants were today. Like I, I can say that unequivocally. The Giant the the if if if, if the Eagles were tanking that game last year, they put out more of an effort. Or I I, I I shouldn't say effort. That's that's subjective. They were more competitive than what the Giants appeared to be today. Can we get a little um, uh, what's it called the uh, uh, and can can we get that an NFT for that tweet? See if we can make some money. I mean you. I mean I mean I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, that could be a nice guinea pig. Let's see if we can get, get that Zach tweet NFT. We'll see what someone will give up for it, and then we can revisit. Um, other tweets there. Now, for the Giants, it hasn't just been uh, one week. I mean, their last six weeks, I believe, they've lost every game by double digits. I think over that span, they had the worst scoring margin in the entire NFL, and especially now that the Jaguars won today. I think the Jaguars were the only team worse going into week 18, and so now uh, it's the Giants. I mean, I just think that that guy is a salesman, and I think some people fall for it, whether it's media, ownership, and they Who, judge like, or Mara judge they fall for it and you look at the results and they're like as bad as you can get I mean every red flag you could have from a coach uh, has happened here uh, and then you just have the lies upon lies upon lies with, with the press conferences where it's like anybody can really see this any object objective observer can see this and the Eagles I was think uh, I was thinking they're really uh this is probably a conversation for like two weeks or a month from now, but having the giants and the Washington football team in their division, there is like an alternate reality. Cause now they can say, all right, we're in the, we've been in the playoffs four or five years, get off of us. You know, all the criticism. Yeah, that they'll tell you that. Way. I promise you that. They'll tell, they'll you, tell that. you that <laughs> yes. is unfair. And like how much of that is being in the division with, uh, you know, one team it's in Washington, everything. um, who was, who was, you know, one of the worst franchises in the NFL and another team in the giants, who has the fewest wins of any team in the NFL over the last five years. Like if, you know, we could go, maybe we should do this, go division by division. What did the last five years kind of look like? They would look different. So um, I don't know. I always view them sort of, they've been in kind of that middle ground for a while. And again, we can have this conversation two, three weeks from now, but that did stick out to me as I was just going through the teams going, man, this is a big advantage when you're just going through the worst franchises and you get four against these, uh, these dopes um, exactly. every year. Can you, because I think I, I would imagine that this is running through your mind as it was just running through my mind when, when Shield said they're going to call that like the, the four out of the last five years. Let's say the Eagles go to Tampa. They lose the, you know, the Tuesday, whatever it is, season wrap up press conference. What is the, what is like the opening sequence of, of lines from Howie Roseman? Oh, that, you know, there's, there's, there's no defending 2020. It was a COVID year. It was bad, but you take that year away. And yeah, they're in the play that, you know, they're competitive every year than the playoffs every year. Um, they've, they've done it now with four different head coaches, um, you know, or three different that, yeah, the sustainability of the franchise and, and, and look, that's, that's, we are not accurate. satisfied. We are not satisfied with just making the playoffs. Yeah. Our goals are higher, yeah. um, but we do know, make but, the playoffs. But yeah. we've made, we having made the playoffs for the last five seasons and being only one of, you know, three teams in the league or whatever it is. Who have done that? You know, we 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 feel good about the state of the organization moving yeah. forward, and you know, we we look forward to turning the page. 
I, I think you know, taking this roster so, to the next level. I think some people thought, you know, after uh, last season, we were facing, say, you know, some kind of uh, big rebuild. But you know, we have an owner in this building who doesn't believe in those That's big, good. you know, year-long rebuilds. We expect to be competitive uh, every time we're out there. We know there are a lot of fans in the city who pay a lot of money to see this team, and we're always going to try to put a competitive product. So again, we're not satisfied. That's not the standard. We want to win Super Bowls uh, in the city, but uh, we feel like we're on the on the right path and put out a team we can be proud of this year man you, but you know what? you got you got both the owner and the city in there that was very important and both look, definitely part of the part, part look we make fun of it i do pr so it's that i should go into pr what do you i think? mean we make fun I, of it it does come natural to me i feel it's good though stuff. i mean and as <laughs> you, you know said, what, like what you said is true yeah it's accurate like we 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 spoke before about uh what 18 years for the raiders right I saw, uh, I saw a somebody a, in the a, chat says Austin Eckler looks like a thicker shield. I saw a graphic on, like a that, on that uh, Washington football team Giants game today. What both teams have five consecutive losing seasons? I, I, I think it is, or something of, of that nature. Uh, the Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie said they're in a transition year to be in a transition year and to be in the playoffs. That like, like there are. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of teams who would take uh, the Eagles transition year as, as their high watermark. Right. Um, totally and, and so I give them credit now that doesn't absolve them from, from some of the organizational errors that they've had. Uh, but overall, and, and we've been consistent, like, like we wrote that story last year, but we've also been consistent saying that their overall body of work um, is, you know, it, that's 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 true too. Like they are competitive every year, and and, and they're. I heard Shields all Shields uh, radio interviews after our, our our story when he said like Jeffrey Lurie's not this. He's not Daniel Snyder. You know, his, it, it's he's not like a bottom tier owner, right? Like they've been consistently competitive under him, and I, I I do think it's a it's a credit to the organization that they're in the playoffs now while resetting. You know, they open cap space. They have three first round picks. Um, I got to give them credit for that. Well, I, you know, it was funny last week. I feel like there was a, uh, sort of conversation. Um, I don't know if it was on the, the radio or what, but when I, when I did my radio hits last week, sort of about like, you know, does Howie Roseman deserve more credit than he's getting where there was like a Howie Roseman appreciation day. And I thought back to our conversations where this is the part of the job that Howie Roseman has typically been good at is the reset. Zach, I think that was your, uh, you, you made yep. that point last year and, and it was a good one. And it is also different because, and I think Brandon Lee Galton, uh made this point in that this wasn't like a new GM coming in and cleaning up the mistakes of the previous regime, you know, like the the issues that they had on this roster were because of the people that are still yep. running the place. And so they did a good job in getting this team, you know, erasing some of those mistakes, taking the hits where you need to. Uh, I do feel like next off season. And again, we will have the whole off season to discuss it. It's like a huge one. I mean, with the resources they have, it's enormous. three first round picks, let's see how this season ends up here in the playoffs. I don't even want to talk about this, this now. So we can just end it yeah. with what I said. Cause I want to talk about the, the playoffs since that where we, that's where we are. But um, you know, that, that was just something that people were talking about last week. Cause you weren't sure who the Eagles were going to be in the playoffs. You still had to, you wanted to talk about the Eagles. And so I feel like that's kind of what the conversation uh but yes so just the uh to clarify the point that i uh, i made when when theo epstein resigned 
from the Cubs. Uh, he, I, I read on the athletic, I believe where he said that he, he's better at the building stage than the maintenance stage. Um, and, uh, because I, I do believe those require different muscles and I'm not saying Howie Roseman is on the same level as a hall of fame general manager who's won a world series. He's not in, as thick as Austin Eckler, but in Boston and in Chicago. Yeah. Right. Uh, when but, you, right. When you said, what did you say? That's that. a different muscle. Is yeah. It's, it's a different muscle. Just when you said that I clicked on this photo that Marissa sent of uh, a shirtless Austin Eckler, which, you know, it would have been funny if someone was like behind me, like my wife walked in and was like, Sheila, why are you looking No, like I was like, Austin couldn't picture. In for a quick Denny's, I couldn't picture what Austin Eckler looked like. Like, uh, like yeah. it's hard sometimes without their helmets. So I just Googled right. Austin Eckler. And that was one of the first things that popped without up. without a shirt. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it just made he's going to get tested after that photo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but your point is fair, uh, Zach. I also think, I also think, um, I think it's unfair to say that this team is only in the playoffs because of their schedule. We, we've sort of talked about this. I think they're they are with 14 teams in the playoffs. I think they are a, a playoff caliber team, given how well the offense has played. They may get dusted by the by the Bucks, but I think they've I think they've earned their way in. It's fair. That's all. I mean, all right. I would say they're right on the fringe of playoff non-playoff team in terms of what I think about sure. them. Right? They're probably right around the 12th to 15th best team in the NFL. Yeah. The most yeah. metrics. But, but yeah, yeah, but they're not like the, they're not like the 19th best team in the NFL that got in because of, they have a bad schedule and they've yeah. got a top 10 offense. That's, that should be good enough to get you the playoffs. Um, okay. So uh, schedule this week, we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 30 PM. We're doing eight. a Monday night too, or, or I oh, thought sorry, it was hold eight. on. You're eight, right. right. It is eight o'clock. It is eight Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, eight o'clock. Correct. I don't think we need to do it. People are getting, a lot of people will be listening to this on Monday. Yeah, I think. That's and there's right. a chance. There's a chance. Bill and I are flying out Friday. There's a chance we're flying out the, Saturday. If it's the we'll Monday nighter, maybe we'll do Friday too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's week Monday goes. Nighter, though. I'm not committing yeah. to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be the Monday nighter, so I can make yeah. that problem. I can make that. If you're looking for something to listen to Monday, we will have a full coverage of Black Monday on the Athletic Football Show with Robert Mays and Mike Sando. So, all the firings, everything going on. Tomorrow you can Company listen to woman. that after you listen to this pod. <laughs> what did you say? Company woman. <laughs> yes. yeah. I love the uh, way you promote it though. I love yeah. the like like tune in while we talk about all these people who lose. Well, that's the hurt. problem with the Giants. They've gone too far. They're gonna they might fire Joe Judge. It's a bad it's bad news for the Eagles. Well, you yeah. know what? I actually do get annoyed by the people who go too far the other direction. They're like, don't talk about coaches getting fired. They have families too. It's yeah, like we on. understand yeah. that. Yeah. How many times no has one... Michael been fired, cut, whatever? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They people talk about that so easily. So. Yeah. Thank you. Know. you. Yeah. yeah coaches. And how about coaches? coaches? How about the, the coaches? They like... love talking about kid to talk about players and they're letting go. And oh, it was it was the hardest <laughs> day of the year. And then it ten seconds later, yeah. they're yeah. having a couple butt no, lights in their office. You know. But to Marissa's point, having. Uh, Black Friday, uh, I'm sorry, not Black Friday, Black Monday special show. It's no different than having a roster cut down special show, right? It's exactly. Just, Thanks, yeah. Zach. So yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm not celebrating us. anybody, you know, losing. Yeah. We've got a Black Monday and a Black Friday. It, Are we going to, can we get more? Yeah. I mean, if, one, if one of us were to get fired, we don't know what day that would land on. And I'm sure, the, that's uh, true. I'm sure the other three would come on and talk about it. 
I would hope you would talk about it if it were me. I mean, you have my permission. You probably have like a non-disclosure, I imagine. But yeah, no, you could talk about me getting fired. Um, oh, no, no, oh, I, I thought. My, yeah, no, you talk about like the person that. who got. Oh, fired. okay, yeah. gotcha. The person I, who I, got fired, yeah, yeah probably yeah. should not come on the podcast <laughs> and talk about their experience. Although I don't know. Maybe they could. Yeah, I think they yeah. maybe they could give some closure. But the other three could. So, you know, I just it's the uh, you know no one is celebrating a firing, but it is the profession no. they choose. They're right. compensated well for it. I think most of them are landing on their feet. They'll be okay, especially, you know, old white guy with connections. And he can be, you find right. his way somewhere. So, yeah, did you really, catch really Mike Zimmer's good. press conference today? No, I missed it. I heard no, he, he got his place in other or press conferences. <laughs> no, someone asked. You're him. the only one who caught press <laughs> multiple press conferences today. Yeah, I, I tune in actually to watch them. Someone asked Zimmer, uh, his, uh, you know, you know, have you heard about your job status yet? And he said, no, and I haven't had, and I haven't heard about yours either. That's what he said to the reporter. Okay. <laughs> I was, I mean, that's but fine. Like, I like a salty. No, but, yeah, but, that's good. Oh, we didn't talk well, about you know, it. I had he, a bit of a salty back and forth with Sirianni yesterday. I didn't think that was salty. Oh, you did? Thought, well, we need the audio. Save it for this week. I want to, I want to hear the audio because okay. I haven't heard it. It wasn't that salty. It was I'll just... pull the clip. Okay. okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, I guess that'll do it. Uh, we're going to find out in a little bit when the Eagles are playing, but we know that they're going to Tampa Bay. We know that we will be back Tuesday live on our YouTube page at 8 o'clock, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, live in primetime all week for playoff week. And good, great time to subscribe to The Athletic, theathletic.com slash birds with friends. I'm sure you two will have all kind of one story you're working on that I'm excited for. I'm sure there are many others. You'll have playoff coverage uh, handled. I will have an all-pro team coming out on Tuesday. Tomorrow I will have my awards, which I have to write uh, after this game for the season MVP and all that. And uh, we'll have lots of other stuff. So good time. How many, how many Eagles on that all pro team? I don't know. You think I've done it yet? It's still Tuesday. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What's the matter with you? Okay. All right. All right. Well, for Zach, Elijah, Coyote, Marissa, and Sheil, I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you on Tuesday night. Uh, congratulations to all the listeners for making the playoffs with this Eagles team. Uh, we've got an exciting week to get to. And maybe uh, maybe more than a week. Cross your fingers. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you on Tuesday night. And as always, we love you.